Welcome to Satanists on Satanic Cinema, or Satanists on Cinema, that's a different show. We're your hosts, Satanist Cameron John and Reverend Campbell. Satanists on Cinema is a film review and commentary series that casts a spell of enchantment on your expectations, ensuring you will sit still while we drain you of your vital energies, allowing us to live eternally. This is our, I don't know why the fuck I did <laughs> this is our review of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> this Damn. is our review. <laughs> hocus pocus all right so yeah. everyone knows hocus pocus right except for at well adam does not me <laughs> last week was the first time i ever saw it um i didn't even know the exact story i had an assumption of the story which you can pretty much get just from the poster yeah but yeah it's it's as good or bad as you can expect depending on uh, when you were born i think <laughs> i really I, I do believe that's what it is uh thanks for joining us clinton it's good to see you marcella what up? Um, so, again, this is an old film. So if you haven't seen it yet, you're going to be spoiled. Um, and it's kind of your fault, like it was mine. Yeah, yeah. this came out in 93. I think you had plenty of time to see it. <laughs> All right, the log line is, A curious youngster moves to Salem, where he struggles to fit in before awakening a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. This God is... <laughs> It was released in, you say, 93. It was directed by Kenny Ortega, written by David Kirshner and Mick Garris for the story. And uh, Mick Garris and Neil Cuthbert did the screenplay together. It stars Bette Midler as Winifred, Sarah Jessica Parker as Sarah, and Kathy Najimi as Mary, the three witches. And then we have uh, our, our sort of hero-turned-guide, Omri Katz, plays Max. At the very beginning of the film, he plays a young peasant boy, and then it later turns him into a cat. We have Thora Birch's Danny, which is the young daughter. Oh, I don't have the the son listed here for some reason. Thora Birch is the Danny. Vanessa Shaw is Allison. Be still my beating heart. And then Amanda Shepard is Emily. And we have clearly a connection issue. You're back. You're back. Yeah, hey. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. How you doing, man? <laughs> okay. So, uh... If we have issues like this, that's life. We're just going to deal with them and we'll uh, do our best to, to move forward here. It had a $28 million budget. The box office was, in total, $39.5 million, which sounds pretty good. Uh, though it was not critically received or it did never received commercial success upon release. And it's reported that Disney lost near $16.5 million. Um, its popularity now is suspected to be based largely through annual airings on the Disney Channel and Freeform mm -hmm. uh, ABC and uh, it's been rediscovered by audiences resulting in yearly spikes in uh, video sales and it's sort of a every Hall Halloween movie season film that's been shown mm -hmm. that was a weird yeah, way of saying it but. it's like it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown like you gotta watch yeah. it yeah. Uh, how's it going Buckwheat thanks for joining us man great name <laughs> All right. excellent name <laughs> Um, do you want to, do you want to give a, a rundown of the story and then we'll just sort of go beat by beat, talk what we talk about what we love. Oh, let me give a quick, uh, the IMDb gives it 6.9 out of 10 stars. 
it's 34% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, and but so critics don't like it much, 34%. Audiences gave it a 71%. So clearly there's a disparity between how the audience feels about it and how the critics feel about mm. it. Yeah, critics are just idiots. That's um, really all it is. <laughs> a bunch of dummies. So do you want to give us a rundown? Yeah, let's see if uh, my phone or my uh, computer doesn't want to cut out. Uh, so basic general play out of the story is uh, the movie starts with the Sanderson sisters attacking a village. Mm -hmm. um, they're trying to drain children of their vital essence so they can live longer. And then they ended up getting caught, lynched, and place a curse that, you know, once a certain candle gets lit, they'll come back. Um, and it has to be by a virgin. Of course. And then, of course, everybody in this fucking town knows this story because that happened 300 years ago and it's talked about every fucking Halloween. Yeah. So no virgins like the damn candle. And then, of course, we get the family from California and they decide to light the fucking candle and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. That's when the Sanderson sisters come back. <clears throat> yeah, so my voice. Sorry. No, it's all good. Um, this was a challenging film for me to sit through. <laughs> like my my initial exposure to this, other than seeing the the film poster randomly mm -hmm. throughout my life, um, was the drag show that you and I went to. Yeah. Where they did the I put a spell on you, dressed as the three witches. It is definitely the best part of the movie. And so I immediately just assumed it was a musical. Mm -hmm. And I'm a fan of musicals, personally. I love it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Bette Midler, though I have to you know, tip my hat. She's great. And she's always mm -hmm. been great in, in nearly everything that she's ever done. And so uh, I was hoping that I could get past the visual aesthetic of her witch because that's really what bothered me most about that yeah. poster is how she, her her character design compared to her two uh sister witches which i thought was a weird design choice and i couldn't find anything explaining why do you have any idea no fucking clue it was the 90s dude that's just <laughs> that's what i chalk it up to that's what i chalk a lot of shit up to is it was the 90s <laughs> I mean, that's fair enough. You know, the yeah. 90s, we were coming off of the glam rock mm -hmm. era, um, heading heavily into grunge. Pop culture was very much the end of um, MTV's era. And mm -hmm. so uh, things were getting a little weird back then. That's very true. Yeah, I think you're right, Clinton. Bette Midler is probably why the budget was so high. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, she. Here's a, let's be honest. Um, as far as the, the actors in this go... She is a stellar star compared to everyone else. Like, Sarah Michelle Gellar is great, and she's been in a lot of films. That, what? You mean Sarah Jessica Parker? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This isn't Buffy. Buffy wasn't in this. Yeah, uh, she was great. Been pretty cool, uh, Sarah though. Jessica Parker, I'm sorry. Um, I grew up with her. And, like, in, yeah. like, ridiculous films, like, Girls Just Want to Have Fun and Footloose. Mm -hmm. Like, things that I just love with all of my heart because that's how I, what I grew up with. And so to see her... It was wonderful, but Bette Midler, I mean, she was playing against actors, like comedic actors like Danny DeVito and, and like the best of the best out there. So yes, the fucking second city, like that says mm -hmm. it all right there. Yeah. Right. Great comedic second chops, city. great singing chops. And so, yes, she's probably definitely why this costs so damn much. <laughs> um, it's not surprising then that when we run into the actual character actors opposite her, we see a dramatic fall in quality because um, like the main protagonist, the boy who lights the candle, whom I can't remember his name for some reason. 
I blocked it out of my mind. Yeah, it, it, it's okay. It happens. I, I can't remember either. Uh, he was not a very good actor. His no. little sister was great. I mean, a little mm-hmm. overacting, but she's a kid, so what are you going to do? Uh, she was great. I, I mean, we, we had Vanessa Shaw, who is still like a, a fantasy of mine to this day from all of her films she's ever done, um, is just like actually pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. it actually kind of reminded me of um, Monster Squad. Like, the acting quality. Not yeah, good. but it was it was really Not missing good. the scary German guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think if we had that, then I could see it. And then it really just took a huge nosedive when you had, like, the grunge rocker dude who's the bad boy in yeah. the, hanging out in the graveyard. And ice. And then ice. No, call me ice. And the it, worst yeah. part about that is that in the 80s, Arguably, maybe the 70s, um, but in the, definitely in the 80s and 90s, you had guys that were doing that. That were like, no, 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 don't call me by my name. Call me by the name I want other people to call me by. And I just want to shout to the rooftops, you don't get to choose your own nickname. No, like, <laughs> that's not how it works. Ever. I would not be called uh, a public exposure if uh, it was a choice. All right? I would be Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> Reaper. I actually met a guy like that at a party once. No, no, call me Reaper. Oh, Christ. No, Steven. We will not call you Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Reaper. God, that, I would, I'd have a really hard time not smacking somebody at that point. Yeah. I don't, and the like, thing is, I don't know if it's age, but I, I haven't noticed it since those times. Like, I've never run across someone who's like, no, no, no call me this. Mm-hmm. I, I've never met anybody like that uh, that said it in a serious manner. Oh, really? No, I mean, I've, I've met people that did that shit because it was funny, but... Yeah. Yeah, I... I <laughs> and then, so here, just to dig into Satanists for just a second, we've got some of them. <laughs> no, what? I don't have a name except for the pseudo-satanic name. Yes. King Satan Stripper 777, Mark of the Beast, Demon Master Skull. You hey, know, you know like... what? He's a really nice guy. You just got to get past <laughs> the name. Yeah, he makes great oatmeal raisin cookies. I mean, fuck yeah, the best of the best. <laughs> Just like my grandma used to make. Um, Why that voice with your grandma talk? What the fuck? <laughs> what did she do with those cookies, Adam? Sultry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to this story. So... Yeah, there's a story. <laughs> I love this fucking movie, but is there really a story? Well, and that's just it. I mean, it's it's the familiar witch trope. They get mm-hmm. caught, they get hung or burned, they curse right when they are dying or disappear or whatever, and then the townspeople sort of carry that curse forward into the future, and then some outsider, some interloper, exposes the story, breaks the curse open, and everyone has to suffer, and then he, you know, they win, they save the day. Um, and so it's, it's just an old, shitty trope. And so... In, in the face of a lack of story, you hope that you're going to have at least music, atmosphere, and actors to carry that story forward, that shitty story forward, to make it more entertaining. And unfortunately, because of the era, because of the... Um, it was Buena Vista that, that released it and Disney that paid for it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was doomed to be that sort of schlocky, kitty stuff. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's just, a Disney movie, so that just kind of happens. Be? I mean, hey, at least Doug Jones was in it. That's cool, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. Loves Doug Jones. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
There were elements, though, that I thought were great. And so, and, and it's only because they reminded me, we did this last time we did one of these shows. <laughs> it's not as bad as that. But there are elements that, that reminded me of other films that made me realize that, wow, films that I thought were really, really good because I grew up with them actually were not very, very good. Mm -hmm. And it was only because I grew up with them. And so that made me sort of, you know, be a little more kind to this story and to this film. Um, not much, but a little bit more than I would have yeah. just inherently. So, first of all, we were talking about this when you were over here yesterday. Um, the great traditional Halloween feel. I mean, this is Salem, mm -hmm. Massachusetts, in yeah. the fall. This is New England. This is everything that you think of when you think of Halloween. They get to show you that, you know, as mm -hmm. far as like the city atmosphere or the small town atmosphere. Um or, you know, like the old schools and stuff like that. It just, it feels like Halloween. And yeah. if you can get me in a uh, uh, nostalgic Halloween mood, I will forgive a lot. And I did. Because <laughs> 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 I didn't burn my TV yeah. while watching this. Um, it's not that bad. It's, re it's, it's, it's really not good at all. Like, that's the problem. Is like I was, I was, mm. I was forcing myself to sit through this going, surely there's got to be something else to... For it to be such a cult favorite for so many people, because it's clear it's not just you that I know that I don't loves know. this film. Look right? at Trolls Two, okay, or Troll Two. Like that's a cult classic, and yeah, for how bad? <laughs> it's like just above the room. <laughs> in far yeah. in terms is it though? Is it really? <laughs> we'll have to do a com A B comparison. What's worse, <laughs> Troll Two or The Room? Hey, Mark. Um, I didn't do. I did not do it terrible i've never been able to sit through it it's terrible <laughs> it's just terrible um but then you do forgive things and so there's you know when I, we were watching them drain the child i immediately jumped back to the one true knot in dr mm. sleep clearly it was written decades later like you know 20 years later but still like i loved nice that about dr sleep so much that if i now see that in anything i will forgive it you know just a little bit more and, and yeah. like it just a little bit more because there was something so powerful about again you can just fall back to the fucking vampires and dracula and stuff but i thought it was done so originally in the one true not in the doctor sleep mm -hmm. novel that i thought it was great i really did and so i i really loved watching the energy drain and i loved the the thought of that because Honestly, you know, you go back and, and this leaned heavily on that sort of Puritan witch mythos of New England era. Mm -hmm. When you go back to that, they didn't energy drain. They crushed babies into paste and mm -hmm. either devoured the baby in pieces like cooking them or they would rub the paste over themselves to make them younger. And so, no, I mean, that's everybody knows that's the most effective way. <laughs> you just eat them when you're hungry. That's, that's about it. <laughs> It just absorbs so much faster through the skin. Let's just be mm -hmm. honest. <laughs> it's true. Your body has to process it if you swallow it. And so it just takes a little bit longer to get in the bloodstream, whereas mm -hmm. your epidermis just soaks it right in. Well, I mean, yeah, you're already like, you know, three, four hundred years old. Your skin's dry as shit because you live in the middle of fucking woods. Paper thin. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be much more effective. Yeah, and so that that like that aspect of, of switching up that story beat, I get because it's for kids and you don't mm -hmm. want to terrify kids. Um, but I, I still thought, you know, they, they never really played on the murdering of the children. Like, even when they actually successfully, at the very beginning of the film, drained that young girl, nothing happened to her. Like, she was just sitting there. 
Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, give us a dead kid or something. Like, give us some consequence that, as children, would be scary enough to justify that these witches are terrifying, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand that, you know, they're, they're trying to make them sort of charming bad guys, like you see in some Disney films. But there are truly terrifying Disney films out there. They're yeah. really great. And they don't forgive. Like, just the story of Sleeping Beauty is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. And that witch is goddamn terrifying. Like, she is a oh, monster yeah. murdering people. Like, we can handle it. I don't know. Mm. What do you think? Is, am, I, am I trying to go too deep? Yeah, it's a Disney movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this was, like, fucking on Disney Channel ad nauseum. Like, it's just... Yeah. Put too much credence into it. Just supposed to be a fun. Okay, so I mean, it's just supposed to be fun. I'm looking too deeply because I'm an idiot, and I just do that. Naturally. No, you're not an idiot. You just want substance. Yeah. And this, I this is. I, I love this movie because there's bright colors. There's a little bit of singing. There's Doug Jones. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all. Like, I will watch anything because he's in it. <laughs> and it's just it's great background noise for, you know, the Halloween season. Yeah. See, I could, I could see enjoying myself. Um, carving a pumpkin while this is on in the background. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think that would be a good vibe because then you're not 100% focused on just the film and it's just sort of atmosphere and it does atmosphere really well. Like when um, they're going, anytime you get to see The Witch's Cottage, I think it's done really well. Like it's, you know, it's sort of Pirates of the Caribbean theme parky. You know, it's it's very theme park tone as far as the, you know, their, their witch's house is. But mm-hmm. I still love how everything's canted and not quite right dimensional. And, you know, it, it falls into the doctor's law of the trapezoid, which I really dig. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, there's a reason why, you know, he identified the law of the trapezoid, because this is just an inherent uneasiness in these misshapen buildings. And that played really well into that sort of witch mythos as well. Yeah, definitely. I didn't like how heavily they, they impressed the virgin aspect of this kid. It's just like they, they played it so many different times, this virgin mm-hmm. joke beat, that it was just like, okay, like I, I just feel sorry for the kid. You know, he's with nearly a porn star or a street worker in some other films that she's going to make later in her life. Mm-hmm. Like, just give him a fucking break. He's going to get laid. Like, let's stop making the joke about mm-hmm. him being a virgin. And here's the other thing. Aren't kids supposed to be virgins? What? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> he's in high school. In 93. In the sub, like he's not in a huge city. I guess Salem, Massachusetts is a big city, but like it, it's framed as a small town vibe. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he be a virgin? He's yeah, a no, kid, sure. and so I never, I like that yeah, kind of bugged me. They were like the whole time. They're like, "Oh, you're a virgin. You're a virgin." Every one of these kids is a virgin. They're kids. They're supposed yes. to be allegedly. They're all unless virgin. they're molested or something, and then that takes a really dark turn. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's some not Disney territory yeah they're like it's like nightmare on elm street at that point like there's something yeah. weird going on in this damn town we can't trust this street because like the daycare freddy care worker guy is doing something weird he's diddling the kids and so the witches don't want him <laughs> i mean it's what? fair they're used goods at that point <laughs> i was gonna ask you where do you think that virgin thing comes from as far as witches go like why would you okay. care <clears throat> so i put it to the what we do in the shadows like um, mm. train of thought like <clears throat> you want a sandwich so much more when you know somebody hasn't fucked it 
like I just imagine it's probably something along those lines. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 100% yes. Once again, um, anything can be made better with uh, what we do in the shadows. That is fucking true. How the hell the have we not done that? I think we kind of have. Just watch all these episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as every conversation we've ever had, <laughs> we've done justice. But we've never actually done the story beats and like talked about specific characters and, and events and stuff. So maybe we should do that sometime soon. I really there's other one that we talked about doing that I really want to do next. But um, we got to put that on the list for sure. Yeah, we'll put um, a pin in that. Okay, so back to back to the witches. Uh. I, I like the dynamic between the witches. It's very just sort of jokey and goofy. And, you know, there's a little bit of discord with them, but it's meant to be funny and entertaining. And I kind of like that. I like how they see the devil. Oh, God. That is some shit <laughs> just... that would never fly nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Have some Jewish actor as the devil? <laughs> Holy fuck. It was great, though. It was so it was perfect. Great. And as a kid, you don't think about that shit. Like, I honestly, to be 100% honest, I never thought of that until this last time I watched it, like, last week or whatever. Mm. And it's like, man, in the current cultural climate, that they'd be crucified. Yeah. But it was good. That like, was so fucking funny. The whole scene was great. And the idea of, of them being willing to do anything for the devil, it, it, it fed into that puritan myth of you know witches get their powers from the devil and so i liked that sort of storyline connection again i look way too deep into these things uh, because it's just supposed to be a funny beat but it it was great and then you got to see like these really creepy awkward adult moments sprinkled in like with the bus driver who has yeah. jessica parker on his lap driving the bus talking dirty to her like, I mean, there was a lot, and there was even some creepy stuff of the, um, Danny and her older brother where she's laying in bed, like, treat me like Allison, kiss me like Allison. I was like, Ooh, that's your brother. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I get it. She was making fun of him, but man, that's, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. It was really creepy. Like if you put yourself as the brother, you're like, Whoa, no, what? No. no. <laughs> well, time to burn that bed. Yeah. And then why are you creepy peeking in on me from my own closet? What the hell is wrong with you? Fucking kids. Yeah. Weird. Again, we should probably go look at the daycare and see who the janitor is. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Just to make sure. Like, as long as there's not a boiler room, I think they might yeah. be okay. There's no boiler room anywhere in Salem. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, we should do a review of Harold and Maude. <laughs> is that what you're saying? What? <laughs> Uh, that's not a bad idea. We, maybe we should. I mean, these aren't all supposed to be satanic Insane, films. Though. These are Satanists on cinema. Yeah, so yeah. we're just supposed to be watching films that we want to watch or, or maybe that we're interested in or something tangentially is referenced. And then we give our takes on it. Um, we did versions of Satanist-only films, and that's not a huge long list because, mm -hmm. again, it's all, you know, we've done it. So we're not going to continue yeah. doing it. Um, so anyway, I don't know. What, what are your favorite parts of this film? Just the honestly, it's the nostalgia. Yeah. Like, just it, it brings me back to being a child sitting in my front room on the floor watching this shit each Halloween. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like I said, I love Doug Jones, like his character. I'm drawing a blank at the moment, but he's fucking funny and it's great. He's constantly losing his head. It's just so stupid and slapstick <laughs> that you can't help but love it. 
Yeah. Then Thackeray Binks. Billy Butcherson. Yeah. There we go, Billy. Yeah. Then Thackeray Binks. Um, that's, I mean, that's an excellent character, too. Weird, because I actually didn't realize until, again, this last time I was watching it. But apparently that's two different actors playing that cat. Like, you got the dude from NCIS as Thackeray Binks, but you have somebody else voicing the character. Oh, really? Wanna, yeah. Never realized that. It was, uh, yeah, I didn't pick up on that either. Weird. I mean, they, they synced his his uh movements up perfectly yeah because uh, even as the actual child um it was still a voiceover huh yeah that's what i said it's like uh darth maul and ray parker mm-hmm. interesting okay all right yeah. yeah pretty much which that yeah i didn't know that shit until probably like second viewing it's like that's fucking sam Whitaker. Yeah. what the hell <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, it's just, uh, really, it's just, it's the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a fun movie. It's, like I said, it's great background noise. It's just fun. Yeah. I like the, I like that they lean on the idea of witch tropes of getting their power from the devil, and so they all sort of worship the devil. I love that you need a spell book to perform magic. I just, mm-hmm. I love those witchy tropes. I love that in, they, they need to live forever, and so they have to sacrifice children in order to live forever. Those, those little um, horror beats of witches are just great to continually hit. Even in a comedic way, it still pays off. You automatically connect with it because that's just, that's what we all grew up on. That's what, that's mm-hmm. what mass media has, has drilled into us since we were infants um as far as you know witches go and so i Mm -hmm. I love that they continue hitting those beats on and on and it is a very halloween feeling show like they could easily have fucked it up um but it it pays off like you feel halloween when you watch it which is nice and only a only a handful of films can do that um when you think of all the great horror films not many of them feel like halloween Mm -hmm. you know and so to get to capture that essence and then play off with humor and witchcraft and stuff it's it's special and i really dug it so uh, for that i liked it do you have any less than favorite moments i wouldn't really say moments but yeah bet midler's makeup always kind of just bothered me yeah. like everybody else was so straight like as far as her makeup's concerned and then hers like she's got that extreme brow that it's like all chiseled in mm-hmm. and then the weird lipstick like i i mean i understand that's the character but like you look at the other two sanderson sisters like that's just they're just straight makeup yeah it's weird i'd like to know a reason for it you know i mean Mm -hmm. not just oh well she's a witch that's not good enough like there's two other witches here that don't look like that so why does she look so dramatically different Mm -hmm. well and then uh uh what's her bucket um uh mary and the fucking tongue flicking thing that shit like since I was a kid, has always bugged the living shit out of me. Like her jaw hung, that one. Yeah, like just random kids. Yeah, always <laughs> fucking irritate the shit out of me. I wonder if it's supposed to be like um, because clearly, uh, oh, oh, what's her character's name? Um, Sarah was like a ditzy, just brainless character. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary was a sort of like you know specially touched one where she was a little she wasn't ditzy but she was definitely like physically touched uh Mm -hmm. and then winifred was visibly fucked up and overly emotional and stuff like that 
So I don't know if there's something I'm not missing, maybe in like a story, a screenplay treatment as to why the three are like that, or they're just trying to hit these sort of three archetype, goofy archetypes. Um, That's kind of my guess, to be know. honest. It's kind of weird. Anyway. Um, yeah, and Zachary is saying here, there's got to be an element of humor and fun to complete the Halloween feel. I would argue no, because Trick or Treat is not, it's fun, but it's fun because it's a horror what? film. And it's not humorous what? i think bullshit it's not humorous really yeah trick or treat is like yeah, funny, so funny? Much funny shit yeah is it funny because like we're adults watching people get murdered or i mean that's pretty fucking funny but no like um okay an example like the the bus driver the old crotchety man that lives next door to the the teacher or the principal yeah, whatever the yeah, fuck he yeah. is like there's a lot of funny moments with him and like his dog yeah. he's got his dog with a fucking voice box and you know, eyes and shit, so he scares trick-or-treaters so he can get their candy. That's fucking hilarious. Okay. Uh, I stand corrected in that case. You're actually right. Yeah. Halloween has some dying. funny That's moments hilarious. in it, too. As far as Definitely. Like Halloween movies. Um, okay, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Like, uh, I just don't think of it as humor as in, like, a comedy. You know, because no, it's, the, yeah. the Halloween oversaturates the humor for me. And so I just, because like you look at, you know, just for example, Evil Dead 2, it's not a Halloween mm. film, but it's a horror film, mm. but it's funny. It's like overtly slapsticky, but it's still scarier than it is stick, uh, slapsticky to me. And so I don't think of it as a comedy, even though arguably it is. I, I definitely see it that way. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I look at it differently when there's like two cups horror and one cup comedy. It's still horror. Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't know. No, I mean that's that's definitely valid. Uh now I feel like I gotta have a pumpkin um emoji <laughs> for the <laughs> the channel members. I, don't I have think one you yet. should have one, but that's it should be like a flying pumpkin that's farting. Yeah. Um okay, so we'll you know when we get close to Halloween, we should do our top five Halloween favorites. Okay. And I'm we down. can't do the same ones. <laughs> <laughs> I we'll guarantee we're not going to do the same. Well, we might have a couple overlaps, but yeah. like, yeah, I I think we'll be good. Okay, it'll be good. It'll be fun. Um, okay, yeah. And so my least favorite was the makeup. Also, um, mm -hmm. I, I can forgive the silliness and goofiness and stuff, but that was just it. It stuck out, and like, if there was a reason for it, I wouldn't even thought twice. But they never presented a reason, even <laughs> tangentially, and so I just thought it was just strange. Um, I really liked the book with the eye. It just anything that reminds me of the Necronomicon from Evil Dead, I enjoy like just thoroughly. I don't know why. Did you think that was too schlocky with the eyeball that opened I? up? Oh fuck no! I always bought it. It's like oh well, of course she's gonna have a sentient book that helps her with her yeah. witchcraft. That just makes sense. Because I mean, it was basically sentient. It had. Like, it oh, understood sure. commands and shit. It yeah. could do its own shit. Like, it flies. So Sends out signals. Yeah, no, I totally bought it. Yeah, it was good. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that were just extraordinarily odd about it that, that bugged me. And now I'm, like, reflecting on why I rated it so poorly <laughs> when it's really not that bad. That's the thing. You, you, overexposure to it makes you realize just why it's a classic. Yeah. Like, it just, it hits all all the marks on the list. Like, if there was some blood and some boobs, it would be the perfect Halloween movie. Yeah, and they had Vanessa Shaw. Come on. God. 
I'm so obsessed with that lady. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Eyes wide shut fan here, so you gotta. <laughs> yeah, no, I. There's no argument here. She's all out in that film. All right. Um, is there anything else you wanted to cover with this? Nah, I mean it's a pretty straightforward movie. Yeah. And it, it's something that's always in my list. Like that's one of the musts during Halloween season for me. I wouldn't say top five, but definitely a must. Like it, it has to be watched. Yeah. I'll be surprised if I ever put it on again, but. I'm not worse for the wear, so I can't. Mm-hmm. There are films that I've watched where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Why did I watch? Like, I just watched um, uh, the Vatican Files or the Vatican Tapes on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for exorcist-type films. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't good. I felt burned. Yeah, that's always rough. Like, just, you can't give me religious horror and just be like a dud. And it, it, it was like it tried to do like a stigmata, the film stigmata. <laughs> versus the film exorcist and it didn't do well in either and hmm. then it had like um actors in it that kept making me thinking of ant-man like uh the pena guy and it was just like it, that's funny at no point was it and he was a priest too at no point was it just like oh this is a great you know just like straight nose horror even hmm. though they tried to play that it was just not good so this was not that hocus pocus was not that bad I don't. I don't. I. I still don't understand why I can't connect with it. I honestly, and I mean, you, you fucking said it. Like when we first were talking about it, it's it's got to be a generational thing. Yeah. Because yeah. let's see, when this came out, I would have been what seven at the time. So I mean, I'm into really stupid shit at the time. Yeah, I was a a junior in high school uh, when this came out. Which would explain why I never saw it because mm-hmm. I was all about drugs and rock and roll and girls and not childish things. That's fair. Boobs. That's fair. If it had boobs in it, I definitely would have seen it. Definitely would have seen it. Anyway. All right. Um, yeah, don't watch that, man. I watch it if you want to watch it. I don't care. The Vatican Files I'm referring to for Zachary I'm, in the chat room. If you want to watch something really bad that's oddly not awful. Uh, watch Underwater. Oh, really? That's not good? Is that the new one that just came out? Yeah, it's the one with the um, necrophiliac bestiality chick um, that what? doesn't know how to act and always looks like she's sniffing a fart. Oh, I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can never remember yeah. her name. Yeah. Ooh, man, the glittery it's... vampire lady. Yeah. It's awful, that but bad. pretty, but good, oh, man. but not Okay, and and I can't give it away. Like the yeah. the end, it makes it worth watching if you're somebody like you or I that's okay. really into a certain yeah. kind of mythos. Really, if you can watch it for free, check it out. Really, yeah. yeah. Or hell, I guess I could. Just, I bought it like a dumbass. A certain so. type of mythos. Okay, I know what yes. you're talking about. Okay, yeah, so. it's a uh, it's a we're going to have. I'm gonna have to watch that now. Yeah, because you Uh-oh. give me a passing glance of that, and I'm in. There's more than a passing glance. It is oh. fucking awesome. Like the last five minutes yeah. makes the other hour and a half of oh, where's this going? Worth it, dude. We should do a okay. Here's another thing we should do a top five of is films that are only made in the last five minutes because like Fire in the Sky, the last thirty seconds of that film make the whole movie worthwhile. Like when you actually get to see the alien ship from his mm-hmm. point of view on the inside and the terror and horror. Like, that makes waiting through all the bullshit ahead of time totally worth it. Yeah. We got to like think of something. I like that. 
That'll be a thinker, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because there, there's there, there can only be maybe it's the top two. <laughs> the oh two. no, I'm sure I, I'm sure I could come. I'm sure I could come up with five. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> That's nothing we got to think about. But we have a long ass laundry list of films already <laughs> yes. that we want to talk about. Yes, Not to mention this shit is opening up, so eventually we'll maybe be able to go see a new film. So Ooh, we could do a fucking spoiler. drive-ins are opening this weekend. Yeah, so yeah. excited. Um, all right, people. Thank you guys so much. That's going to do it. Uh, let's talk banana Ooh. stickers. I was going to say, what about a rating? You can't let them go without that. That's what they're all here for. <laughs> what is your What rating do you give this masterpiece of cinema? Mine is a good, solid four fucking stickers. Just strictly because I like watching this every single year. Wow. Two. Holy I'm shit. I'm giving it a two, and I'm being generous. Damn. I was going to do a one and a half. I, it really did not connect with me at all. Like, I really That's... did not like this. Um, there's just so... If you want to go Disney, there's so many better scary Disney films. If oh, you yeah. just want to go witch stories, there's so many better witch stories. If you just want to go, like, Halloween family films, there's so many better than this. Like, yeah. there's just nothing stand out about this film in any way. And I just... It, it forces me... To, to question life choices. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Maybe I should take a banana away. I don't know. No, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I mean, Bette Miller's great. I can't complain about her. And, and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's great. I can't complain about her. Vanessa Shaw. The women make this film, let's be honest. That is very true. In every way. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this uh, Satanist on Cinema. Thank you all so much for tuning in and watching... Uh, us complain and talk <laughs> movies talk and, about other movies and every single review we do we talk more arguably about other films than we do the film we're reviewing well i think that's <laughs> that's a lot of the fun about uh, watching movies mm. like if you have the discussion like it it brings up other movies and brings up the emotions that you get from those like yeah. i that's that's why i love movies yeah yeah absolutely um Thank you guys so much uh, for joining us live in the chat room. Uh, sorry about the delay. I wasn't thinking about the holiday when we scheduled for last week, um, and so things just didn't end up aligning. So I'm glad you all joined us for the you know the delayed schedule on it. Next week we'll do a brand new show and uh, well, a new review <laughs> of a film. And uh, until then, hail Satan, everyone. Hail Satan. Outro video with nothing to it. This is the song of. Oh, damn it! See, I if got I nothing. could, if I could narrate what we're looking at with uh, Jessica Parker, she's about to fill herself up and look directly into the camera and say, <laughs> "Adam, kiss me." Yeah, yeah. That's, that that was the that was the deleted scenes. And then, uh, what's her name? Mary, the the goofy witch. Yeah, Kathy. Yeah, she. Uh, she just farted and she's smelling it. She's like, oh my gosh, that's strong. And Bette Midler's just going to cry about it because somebody called her old. <laughs> she's a very self-conscious witch. I know, and she's like hundreds of fucking years old. Of course that. you might look a little old. 